0: you so much for joining us uh before we begin i just wanted to uh do a land acknowledgement so here we we at the bad dog theater company are broadcasting from the traditional territory of many nations including the mississaugas of the credit the anishinaabe the chippewa the haudenosaunee and the wendat peoples and is now home to many diverse first nations inuit and metis peoples We acknowledge this territory as the subject of the One Dish, One Spoon Wampum Belt Covenant and an agreement between the Iroquois Confederacy and the Confederacy of the Ojibwe and Allied Nations to peaceably share and care for the resources around the Great Lakes. Many know, know this land under its colonial name of Toronto, Ontario, Canada. All right, welcome to Five Things. Thanks everyone for joining us. Um, so, Five Things is for, you know, for casual comedy fans, for hardcore humor nerds alike, um, we're going to be talking to one, some of the biggest and brightest stars in comedy and ask them five questions about their approach to art, work, and life as a comedian. So, this season of Five Things is hosted by me, Ali Rasool, she, her, and we're going to dig into the stories, politics, and personality behind the jokes. So I borrowed, just to start off, I borrowed this from Kaya Green, who was the host in season one. And check out other seasons, by the way. They're available on YouTube, Bad Dog Comedy TV, and on the Sonar Network. Five Things, in case you didn't know, is based on an improv warm-up game. So let's warm up. And since I'm a new host for the new season, I am going to tell you five things about me. (laughs) Because it's my show. (laughs) So first thing, I am a Filipina. I am a comedian. I am a member of the Tita Collective, an all-Filipina group of artists based in Toronto. Uh, Another thing, today was a warm November day, and on these days, I wonder if... There is a word that describes the roller coaster of emotions you feel when you're happy it's nice and sunny instead of being cold. And then immediately remembering that it is because of climate change that it is warm and immediately feeling guilty. So if there is a word for that, please let me know. I am very curious. Um, and last thing, I am so excited to be hosting this show and nerding out about comedy with some of my most favorite people this season. About uh, today's guest, speaking of, um, is my bestie, Anesti Janellis. Uh, Anesty is a comedian, musician, writer, and filmmaker whose work has been featured on Vice, People Magazine, AV Club, Daily Mail UK, Extra TV, and other radio and TV shows across the globe. He's performed on Global TV, CBC, the Winnipeg Comedy Fest, and his Videos have gone viral a few times, rigging in over 24.5 million views. That's wild. Uh, So yeah, he's one of my favorite people in the world, definitely in the top 10. Without further ado, let's give a warm welcome to Anesti. Hey, what's up? Hey, how How are you doing? doing? Um, I'm good. good. (laughs) I feel like we're missing a
1: coffee. We're missing a coffee in our hands
0: it's true we only ever meet for coffee and uh this is new for us
1: i know this is like what what beverage do we even have
0: um i've got water it's good to hydrate that's true you know what beverage do you have diet Uh, Diet coke Coke
1: with some ice so kind of like water it's
0: oh very nice
1: (laughs) it's okay i would recommend
0: thank you so much for doing this show Thanks for having me. Um, Yeah. I mean, like I said, definitely one of the top 10 and (laughs) maybe the top half or the last half, we don't know.
1: It's probably like 9.5, just all the way at the end.
0: That is so accurate. (laughs) That is very accurate. Um, Yeah. I've read the list. Yeah. (laughs) It's true. I do update a list on my blog of The 10 people (laughs) that I like. And uh it depends on whether or not it's vibes, you know? Like he got me a birthday present, go one up. Um Mm -hmm. likes a show that I don't like out of the 10. Because then yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So what else is up? What else is going on? What were you up to today?
1: Uh, today, not too much. I was uh, finishing up uh, a thing for a person making like a a little commission songy song. And then I relaxed for a little bit. And now I'm here. Nothing too crazy. How about you?
0: Uh, Well, I um, was at work and I'm still at work. (laughs) (laughs) You know, just doing just hustling, doing everything um, all at the same time. Uh, Mm -hmm. Definitely the opposite of resting.
1: That's your motto. Okay. Work, <laughs> all op- work all day,
0: work all day, work all night. Yeah, I guess this is why mm-hmm. we're friends. We're opposites.
1: Exactly. I do no work at all, and you do all the work.
0: That's because I do your work for you, and you do my mm-hmm. resting for me. That's why this works. But true. Um, <laughs> outside <laughs> of our friendship, <laughs> outside of our friendship, are you ready to get started? With um, I prepared five questions. To ask you, are you ready to answer these very specially curated questions, Anesti?
1: I am prepared.
0: Okay, great.
1: As best as I can be. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna try. No promises.
0: Oh, thank you. <laughs> okay. So first thing, why comedy?
1: Oh, uh, like why do I like doing it?
0: Yeah, like whatever that means. To you like. Why did you wake up one day and decide to do comedy or why do you w- wake up today and decide to continue to do comedy?
1: Oh boy. Uh I don't know why. Um I've always liked comedy growing up. Like I've always loved Mr. Bean and and all that kind of slapsticky stuff. Um but I never thought it was like a career you can do. Mm-hmm. Um Yeah, I never that, that never just was never aware a, a to me. Um but I just one time found a flyer for Second City and I was like, I'll take a class. And then just continued. And I guess I'm still doing it because I don't know. I don't know. Now I'm like, I've done it so long where I have no other skills. (laughs) (laughs) True. (laughs)
0: -hmm. True. I mean, I kind of, I had the same sort of path. Like I, I only took a class because I wanted to be better at public speaking. And I just kept go following sort of that one class then a show and then you kind of get sucked into it and then you're like i'm a comedian now i guess yeah
1: it yeah it's crazy how like you just start from taking a class and then it's like i don't know a few years later and you're like wow i'm doing like just shows now or taking classes now like this is what the life is turning into it's weird
0: yeah but you're not just doing just shows like you did the you did like Winnipeg Comedy Fest, you've done Edinburgh, those are, Mm -hmm. you know, (laughs) like, those are big shows. (laughs) Just
1: Big stress, yeah. (laughs) Um, (laughs) I feel like that's what happens too. It's like you take, you start off with like a little class, and then you do like the little student show that they put you on. And then after that, it's like you get into, I guess, like a conservatory-esque show. And then everyone's like, sick, we like sketch now. And then you do like a fringe it's like a, it's like a thing. It's like a thing that just keeps going.
0: Yeah, and I think like you also, I don't know if that this ever happened to you, but you kind of get to this point where you're like, can I call myself a comedian? I think there was mm-hmm. this before times where I'm like, I'm not a comedian. And then now you're like, I'm a comedian because that's, that's all I know. This is all I know who to be. Did you ever go through that like kind of existential mm-hmm. crisis? um, with that comedian identity?
1: A little bit. Cause I was like, I don't even know what that means. Like there's no like proper job title of what a comedian is. Right. It's like, like, I don't know what the criteria is for that. So I was always wondering, like, can I call myself a comedian? Um, cause I did like some nine to five work way back and I was like, well, this is what I am. And this is like side stuff. So it was always weird to, to kind of Call myself a comedian, but I guess enough time passes and you're like, I'm a comedian.
0: And what does that mean to you now, though? Being a comedian. Oh,
1: I don't know. Like actively pursuing it. I still don't know what the criteria is. (laughs) I know I just I just do it a lot. So (laughs) I might as well call myself this.
0: You know what? That's honest. (laughs) That is an honest answer. But you know what? Like for me, I uh uh you're like your attitude right now is quite like,, uh, you know, maybe I'm a comedian, but you're actually one of the hardest working comedians I know. And um personally, for oh, me, like nice. when I think about comedian, uh, it's um, it's someone who who is inspired by something that's happened that around them and then they turn into something in a way that will connect to a lot of people. And that brings me kind of actually to the second thing thing number two yeah so Woo-hoo. you used to work for a uh, a big famous coffee chain which I'm not sure if we're allowed to name them are we
1: I don't I don't know I don't know
0: well, they, I, don't,
1: I don't know I don't know what their deal is
0: you know we because we know they're watching you <laughs> but um, they, so got yeah. they got privatized
1: they got privatized
0: we're looking around um, so yeah you quit said job in the most spectacular mm-hmm. way could you tell me a little bit more about that
1: yeah um so i well, i was about to say that the place <laughs> so i worked at this place <laughs> and um it was uh it was a fun like i loved working at this coffee shop i love my coworkers. it's just my boss was terrible and this is like the one of the i think third or fourth boss we had at that point and just like such a change the worst made everybody's life hell made people like turn on each other by lying to them and manipulating people it was like a really weird environment that this manager set up so i just kind of had enough of it and i just decided to write a song and sing it as i quit um can i swear on this place on this place on this thing okay yeah yeah it, the song, I just, it's the chorus goes, fuck this, I quit. Fuck this place, <laughs> I quit. So it's very classy. Um, and yeah, that's pretty much the, the the story of that. And then I just sang it. But my manager wasn't there. Which, in oh, hindsight, no. I was like, yeah, so I went to go sing it to my manager. But my manager had left early. And I was like, "Yep, yeah, you don't stay for your full shifts. What else is new? Um, and then I just sang it anyways. But in hindsight, I think, like, it's better that she wasn't there because I think, um, she probably would have like stopped it mid mid song and it would have never happened. So
0: yeah, yeah, exactly. She would have shut it down and it would have never become the video that it is today, which I think is your first Mm -hmm. viral video. I mean, I don't know how many hits that video took, but like took, but how many hits that video got, but I know Mm -hmm. that at one point, you were doing an interview in Germany. <laughs> so, like, did you <laughs> expect that that would happen? That it would go just, like, travel so, as far as it did?
1: No, not, like, not at all. Like, it's just an idea I had in my head one time. And I'm like, that would be fun. And then even when I got there, because it's like a like a, a cumulative snowball of, like, that would be fun. That would be fun. And then I'm actually doing it. And I'm like, why did I do this? And then I, when I posted it, I didn't think it would do anything crazy i thought i'd make like my friends and family laugh but then um no it six buzz picked it up and they like reposted it and then i think that started the traction because they're like such a big toronto page um and then it was yeah crazy like the germany people they their are like headquarters are in new york it's like rtl or rlt germany mm-hmm. and um they they flew in to do like a segment on the whole thing and, uh, that was crazy. They, they tried to go undercover to, to actually talk to the manager. So like one of the reporters went in there with like undercover, like, like mics and stuff like that.
0: <laughs> with like a mic in their own, with the mic in their pen situation. <laughs> yeah. yeah. She
1: was like, we're going to get this. We're gonna, we have to get her side of the story. I'm like, that's fine, but I don't think she'll talk to you. And she's like, don't worry. I'm like going incognito. And I'm like, all right.
0: And, and then she went in there, came out
1: and no, she went in and came out and she's like, yeah, she's not going to talk to me. <laughs> <laughs> well, mm-hmm.
0: well, you know, your manager, I mean, mm-hmm. was that like, how, how many millions did that get?
1: Honestly, not surprisingly for like what usually a viral video you think it would be. It got like under a million, which still like incredible. Holy shit. But yeah, I mean, it was like for, for the, like the, the reach that it got and and the press that I it got, it, it, it didn't, like, do that viral thing. That oh, it gets okay. Like, so
0: you're saying it kind of, like, so press-wise. Because I honestly, like, I have friends who aren't even in comedy at all that are, like, oh, yeah, that guy. It's the fuck this, I quit guy. Okay. <laughs> so, yeah, like, um, yeah, so it really got everywhere. And I don't know, like, did that change anything? Um. For you, in terms of like the kind of comedy you, in, you wanted to make, or did you learn anything from, from that experience? Will you ever go back um, to working at a coffee shop? What's uh What's a nasty post? Um, Fuck this! I quit video.
1: Hmm. Well, I'm back at the coffee place that, with my manager. Oh, okay. <laughs> true, true, yeah. true. We're best friends now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, I don't know. Um, I don't know if it really changed anything. It was just such a weird experience that it was like more like I don't know if I could absorb it all but it was um it just made me see how much people relate to like a sensationalized story so it's sort of like people connected to just such a bare-bone idea of like I hate my job and I want to quit Mm. so I guess if anything it made me kind of be more in tune of like okay what is like the bare bones of what people kind of go through life thinking and experiencing and If you can touch upon that like very basic, relatable feeling, maybe you can mine it for comedy or something. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, it's pretty much it. Nothing really changed. Um, I was working at another job when that video came out and I was like, oh my God, what's going to happen? But then like a week later, my manager was like, oh, I saw the video. And I was like, right, I'm just going to go. And she's like, no, I loved it. I loved it. (laughs)
0: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I guess, uh, yeah, I guess it's so easy to like, if you're applying for jobs to just Google you and be like, what, what was this guy about?
1: Yeah. Uh, one of the, I wasn't doing an interview on the phone and, uh, this person was like, so I Googled you. And I was like, oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, you're the, 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 you did the thing. And I was like, I did that thing. And I was like, so it, is, do I have a job? <laughs> and he's like, yeah, I don't care. It's really funny. But as long as you're a good employee. And I was like, didn't get the job, so
0: <laughs> <laughs> but, but but they enjoyed it. <laughs> I gave um, them one like, second of fun. Yeah, just following following like what you did from from that because I think that was like two years ago. Um, you got yeah. into you you got into like TikTok, which brings me to thing number three: Anesti's TikTok fame. <laughs> um, yeah, like again, like I said, like. When I say that you're one of you're one of the hardest working people I know in comedy, I know that you are quite a workaholic, and uh, you've described your week in terms of making these weekly musical videos. Um uh, like, yeah, like, do you want to take us through what a week um of producing one of those videos looks like?
1: Ah, uh, yeah, sure. Um so in pandemic, when like I had all the free time in the world, Um, and I was able to do stuff like that. It would be like, um, it'd be like a Monday or Tuesday, like working on a song, uh, figuring out what it is and kind of like writing it as I produce it on the computer. And then Wednesday would be like a filming day. It's very loose, but like one of those days would be filming day. And then the next couple days would be like editing days just because they took so long to do. Um, and I really just wanted to work on my portfolio of like, how can I, how can I make something the best that I can just to like have a portfolio if I can get hired for any of these skills. So they took a long time to make. Um, but yeah, it was pretty much like a weekly thing. And then I would post it the following week. Um, but that was also back then when like, I didn't really know how to use these programs. So like I was new to music production. So I was like making songs where I go back now and I'm like this the mix sounds terrible. (laughs) Um, And um, even video editing was like super long and treacherous because I didn't know what I was doing. Um, It was just pretty much like learning as you go. And um, what used to take me a week now I can do like in a couple days. So it's Mm -hmm. been like gradually getting easier to do, which is nice because now like there's no free time anymore and back to work. Right. Yeah.
0: Well, Mm -hmm. So everything seems like it was self taught, and I think you started this what like right at right before the start of the pandemic. So it's been about almost two years, and I wonder um, if you could go back. What are what are a, a few things that you would that you wish that you knew then that you know now?
1: Oh, like um, go back before pandemic.
0: Yeah, like if you go back in time to Anesti, who was like starting his first video. You'd be like, well, here are a few tips, my friend.
1: Whew. Okay. Um, don't use your phone to record vocals because it will sound terrible. <laughs> uh, what tips? Um, I had to like fail a lot to kind of learn the stuff as I went. So I, I, I think I needed to, to like bomb a bunch. Um, yeah, I don't know. Use, use good lights um don't spend too much time composing a thing because you're not good at it yet so people can't hear the stuff you're trying to like compose because it's so intricate make it simple uh keep it simple that's the one advice just keep it simple
0: that's Mm -hmm. yeah that's that's great um yeah like your your videos look so epic now and um and it's wild that they used to suck No, I'm kidding. (laughs) (laughs) As you tell me all the
1: time. You know, I like to keep
0: you grounded. That's, I think, a responsibility I take very seriously as a friend.
1: (laughs) True friendship. (laughs) That's true. True
0: friendship. Um, So, thing number four uh, what is a surprising thing you've come across in your influencer career? So, is there something that was just Like, if there was one thing that blew your mind in this entire process, what was it?
1: Mm -hmm. Like, in terms of, like, what?
0: Yeah, I don't know. Like, if you're, okay, you're just doing your TikTok thing, making your videos, something's happened, Mm -hmm. and you're like, you can either be like, oh, my gosh, that's amazing, or, oh, my gosh, that's so, that makes me feel things. Some of the things, not great. Maybe most of the things, great. I don't know if I've made that clear.
1: (laughs) No, I got it. Uh, thank you do i i don't know
0: (laughs) (laughs) you know Um, what take take from it what you can
1: (laughs) okay okay i want to piece this together uh you know you know what it is though kate one thing i've learned is that there's hilarious people everywhere so many funny people on the internet like i don't know like i started tiktok as a joke like just i had downloaded the app and made a couple of things that was just learning how to use it but scrolling through it since then it's just like there's so many funny people so many funny people who are, like, not comedians, but they're so good at the format of a TikTok, you know? It's, like, I'm not sure how they would translate on a stage setting, but, like, their videos are hilarious. Um, and I was, like, wow, we're, like, all super funny people. All yeah, I mean,
0: I mean, that goes back to the question, though, right? Like, it's kind of, like, who gets to call, call themselves comedians? Like, I, like... It, I feel like uh, maybe five, seven years ago, I don't know, um, with the pandemic, I don't know my time anymore, but I felt like you had to do certain things to be able to call yourself a comedian. And then TikTok comes around, shows that everyone is funny. And some of these Mm -hmm. folks are putting in the hours, putting out content that is like hilarious and amazing. Millions of views, I mean, do they get to call themselves comedians? Because, I mean, that is what they are, you know? Mm -hmm. I don't know, like, that blows my mind. Like, are they... What does that mean for that identity, I guess?
1: Yeah, maybe it's just... it's. This is, like, the next stage of what... Or maybe just, like, an adaptation of, like, another journey opens up for what a comedian could be, I guess. Mm -hmm. Because it's, like... I think I remember... I remember in the past when it was like calling yourself like a YouTuber was kind of like a joke because it was like, oh, we get it. You make YouTubes. But like, it's like now during the pandemic, and it was sort of, yeah, going back to that, but it's like, oh, you make YouTubes. And it was like stage was like the the thing because it was like real or whatever. Yeah. Um, and then pandemic happens or even gearing up to pandemic with like TikTok and stuff. It's like, that's all people could do, right? To yeah. like pass the time. And yep. now it's like so present in like our society. So maybe that's where it's going. Like is TV going to die or get less, less popular and TikTok short stuff is going to rise. It's very weird. I don't know.
0: Yeah. I mean, people's attention span is definitely less, but I don't know. I, I rewatched um, all seasons of Seinfeld in two weeks. So I don't know <laughs> if it's going to die because I will still gladly right, right. do both you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, like, I guess it's funny. Cause I think, a uh, one, don't get me wrong. I'm all about like comedies for everyone. And I am, I am. I don't know why my tone was like, don't get me wrong. comedies for everyone, but it's not, <laughs> no, that's not where that was going. I launched that in a weird way. But what I'm trying to say is, um, it is cool that it, like everyone's a comedian and there's so many different kinds of comedy too. It blows my mind. Um, mm-hmm. But there is a part of me, like a little part of me that, you know, started to do like live comedy, you know, in a specific way, took all of the classes, took all of the master classes, started the fellowship, you know what I mean? There's a part of me that was a little bit like, you know, I guess maybe she's a little bit like, a bit like gatekeeper, feeling a little bit gatekeeper-y. This is, you know, I'm like, oh, they're not really comedians, they didn't go to conservatory and you know, and that's, I, 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 am also like, where's that coming from? Like, where's mm-hmm. that coming from? You know, just yeah. interesting.
1: It's maybe it's like the, um, yeah, I think it's just like another, there's like uh, the institutions you don't have to like, it's not the only way. Right. And it's like other people are doing crazy things that were at once unimaginable. And now it's like, oh, they're sustaining a career through, like, short videos. And I guess they can call themselves comedians. It's it's weird. It's like this new post-pandemic entertainment life.
0: <laughs> yes, this post-institution life. You heard it here first. And as he says, burn institutions down.
1: Burn them. Burn them.
0: <laughs> well, <laughs> I mean, I know, like, every time we hang out, you're always like, hey, uh, look, have you seen this TikTok thing, which... I'm gonna say no <laughs> because I <laughs> I I'm okay, I'm of the generation that's on Instagram. So we know that they're like these Instagram apps have become these weird generational things where Facebook is a bit older, millennials sit comfortably in Instagram, and then TikToks mm-hmm. is for I guess Gen Z, like that is the land of the Gen Z. So I I absorb my TikTok. From reels, which were adapted from TikTok. Wow, (laughs) there's (laughs) a whole. You're gonna get all the
1: information. There is a whole ecosystem.
0: Like, there's Mm. an ecosystem. I basically like wait for my Instagram curators to pick the reels that millennials, like I, like myself, will like. But yeah, I mean, so what's uh? Oh, okay. Anyway, this is a very long-winded way to ask you thing number five. What are what are like comedy things that are really lighting you up maybe maybe TikTok related maybe not
1: Oh um things that are lighting me up um honestly everything people are doing on the internet that's like it's, it's so cool to, pe- to see people's different styles and and all their and all their reels and stuff like that um I know like Natalie and uh, Chris are doing their YouTube um sketches and also like improv on YouTube now. Mm-hmm, um,
0: Carprov, yeah.
1: Yeah. I like how they made like they they put improv in a format that's kind of like accessible to to non-improvisers. Like yeah. I thought that was really cool. Um and um yeah, everyone who's like doing stuff on like Instagram and TikTok, like Lisa Gilroy with her characters are so funny. Um Laura Ramuso with her characters too on TikTok on Instagram. Mhm. Um, you writing a book, which was really cool.
0: Oh, I did not tell him to say that.
1: She texted me. She's like, plug my book. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Wow. I'm kidding. But, it, but it's, it's really good. It's a good book. I liked it. And it, and oh, it, thank and it you. inspired me. Yeah.
0: I gave, you know, I gave you a copy for free. You could have paid for one, but whatever.
1: You had a note that said in the future, you will be plugging this on bad dog TV. That's
0: <laughs> true. We did predict this last year. <laughs> mm-hmm. <It's true. laughs> You earned it.
1: That's true. I worked for the book.
0: That's true. That's true. We all work for the book. That's true. Dun done. Dun done. Dun. <laughs> but are there, I mean, you those are amazing, like Toronto comedians. And oh my gosh, like uh, it's really I don't know if it's like bad to say this, but it really feels like Toronto comedians were very productive in the pandemic. You know, comedy won't die. No. And um <laughs> And uh, yeah, but almost like more productive than we were all just hanging out every night doing live comedy and drinking. It's like, wow, if you Mm -hmm. actually sleep early and wake up, you (laughs) might do more stuff. I don't know. What a
1: crazy thought, right? I
0: know. But also now that things are opening up again, like, you know what? I love this. Like there is a reason for (laughs) coming to live comedy. So support live comedy, folks.
1: You heard it here. Support live comedy.
0: And burn institutions. <laughs> <laughs> We're just
1: adding a list of to-do things. This is a this is um a, a thing Oh, yeah, five things.
0: It's like five things to do.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, yeah. Well, I mean, also, you also, like, you know, you got me into really bad Halloween movies.
1: Yeah, that's true. We saw Chopping Mall, which was <laughs> well, so honestly, bad.
0: Perfect movie. Perfect yeah. movie. Tell us the premise of this. Like, people need to know.
1: Oh my god! I'm gonna enlighten everybody right now. <laughs> Please. So it's it's pretty much like this mall. It's an 80s movie, and it's the mall who they get they buy like three robots, and these robots are like R2D2 kind of style robots. Um, they're not like android. They're just very basic what the 80s futurism robot is kind of like, and uh, these robots are to protect and serve the mall. But there are these teens that get trapped in the mall overnight, and these robots are trying to kill them. Oh, no. And these robots have, like, lasers on them that, like, can explode people. Of course. (laughs) And they they can also, like, go upstairs and escalators, and they're... I don't know. And they also look at each other sometimes. Did you notice that?
0: (laughs) Yeah, just so, you know, they can feel community. It's hard being a robot.
1: But it's like one of the teens would run away, and the robots would look to each other like... Did you see that guy?
0: <laughs> that robot was, the be- those robots were the best actors in that movie. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, they deserve Oscars.
0: Yeah, um, I could definitely feel the yearning of like, I know we're work friends, but I want to be friend friends outside of work. Mm-hmm, like that yeah, was what yeah. those stairs were <laughs> for. Like, see that teen? We're going to kill that one, but I want you to know I mm-hmm. have your back.
1: We're best. Yeah, exactly. The be- bestie bots.
0: Bestie bots.
1: <laughs> Alternate <laughs> title. That's uh.
0: true. <laughs> Shopping Mall, Bestie bots. Mm. Yeah, that was great. And like for me, that's also, I don't know, like that's, that's also comedy. I don't know what comedy. Maybe comedy is everything. Maybe that's the moral of the story. Mm-hmm. Comedy is everything and everything is comedy.
1: Everything, tragedy is comedy. Comedy is what you make it. I don't know. But those Whoa. movies are fun. They are. Yeah. They're so dumb. Yeah.
0: <laughs> well, <laughs> well, I mean, that's the, that, those are my five things, but I, we want to know more about you and Nesty. I mean, I know a lot, but folks apparently want to know about you. Just kidding. Oh. We can always <laughs> know more about Nesty. So we're going to end this with a lightning round, a lightning five things round. Ooh. So are you ready?
1: I will try my best.
0: <laughs> okay, great. That's all we can do. Try our mm-hmm. best. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, here we go. Number one, what is your favorite food? Pizza. Nice. Number It's two. That's such a
1: basic choice. Sorry, that's such a basic choice. I like gyros. Sorry.
0: Oh, okay. Any, right. A specific one? Is there a specific place that you um, like to go to?
1: Oh, Messini's has the best.
0: Messini's, yeah. Mm-hmm. Danforth.
1: Nice. Danforth.
0: All right, number two. What's your favorite holiday?
1: Oh, Halloween.
0: I knew it. It should be a
1: national holiday.
0: <laughs> That's true you love it so much. Okay. Quick thing. So, Halloween, Anessi was like, "We're going to dress up." And I'm not some I'm someone who doesn't celebrate Halloween, but Anessi was like, "We're dressing up." And I'm like, "Fine." An hour before we were supposed to meet, Anessi's like, "Are we still doing this thing?" And I'm like, yes, I've got a costume. And he did not believe me.
1: The way you said it, though, seemed text- very suspicious.
0: I said, I'm wearing a costu- costume. I'm going to be Sean Mendes. This is what I said. And then Anesti texts back, oh, great. I have a costume, too. And then we meet up, and his costume is just him and his, like, <laughs> his clothes with a post-it saying hi i'm alia Rasool." <laughs> meanwhile i am like sean mendes in the face full suit
1: <laughs> you had a whole head going on of sean mendes
0: it's true and it was great i will i won runner-up mm-hmm. there was no running up but i, I clearly was runner-up for the best yeah. costume at um at a bar in on bloor
1: <laughs> oh yeah oh the costume yeah, yeah. i forgot who won oh it was like some guy in a guitar costume oh yeah
0: his costume was amazing okay I'm not Mm -hmm. even yeah it was amazing all right so so much for a lightning round okay lightning round back to the lightning round what did you want to be when you grew up I mean sorry what did you want to be as a kid (laughs) when you grew up
1: um a baseball player
0: oh what really
1: yeah I don't know why I just really wanted to play baseball what happened I don't know it just never happened (laughs) Like, okay, so my mom, I think she, so she signed me up for baseball camp and they never like got back to us. I think cause it was full, yeah. but it wasn't like a thing where I was like, like so gung ho about it. Like if I didn't do this, I would like die or something. Um, it was just a thing. I was always like, I'm going to be a baseball player. And then it just slowly fizzed out of my life at like age eight.
0: Well, it's not too late either.
1: That's true. I hear they're always hiring.
0: It's true mm-hmm. So say okay number four this one may or may not be personal why do you eat your cereal the way you do
1: so personal ah.
0: okay so Anessie eats his cereal with the milk in a cup and then the cereal in the bowl yeah. and then and then you take a scoop of the cereal and then you take a scoop i don't understand the logistics
1: okay okay hold on alia <laughs> if you put milk in the cereal it's gonna make it soggy Right? Like, where does the, what happens to the crunch? It goes away.
0: But there is a crunch if you eat it quick enough. And the bonus points is like some of the cereal flavor gets in the milk.
1: Yes, that is a pro for sure. But also, like, why are you like eating cereal so fast? You have to enjoy it with a scoop and then a sip of milk. Because, okay, listen, okay, listen, you have like this dry cereal, right? You yes. eat it in your mouth, you put it in your mouth, yes. and then you wash it down with this cold refreshing swig of milk, right? Perfect. But,
0: okay, hear me out. Okay. But imagine, okay, you have a cereal bowl. You've got dry cereal and then milk and you pour it and you know that each moment that you eat it, it's going to be different, like each, each bite. And then when you get to the bottom, you get that sweet, sweet nectar that is the sweetened milk, sweetened cereal milk. And that is the full experience.
1: I don't know. It just turns into weird soup mush.
0: You I'm going <laughs> to fight
1: you on this forever.
0: All right, fine. You Two so. But just like comedy, <laughs> <laughs> there's cereal for everyone.
1: <laughs> How do you do your comedy?
0: Uh, just like I do my cereal.
1: Yeah. <laughs> With a cup of milk on stage.
0: Yeah, that's true. <laughs> okay. And then, all right. Last thing. Number five, where can we find more of your stuff?
1: Oh, um, I guess on, on Instagram and TikTok. Pretty much it.
0: Yeah, so you can find his stuff, Anesti Danellis, on Instagram at Anesti Danalis, And also TikTok, also Anesti Danalis?
1: Yeah, I thought I'd keep it the same.
0: Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. <laughs> it's good branding. Okay, well, that is it. Thank you so much, Anesti, for joining us for the very first uh, Five Things This Season at Bad Dog Comedy TV. Everyone, please check out more of his stuff. He's very funny. And you know what? If you haven't yet, please hit follow or subscribe to this channel to keep up to date on all of the cool programming Bad Dog has come in your way. And if you'd like to support the show, consider donating to www.baddogtheater.com. Slash five things. A big shout out to Ajanis Charlie, our tech. And yeah, thank you so much for joining us. I've been Ali Rasul, and in the words of my people, Enat! <laughs> and take care! Thanks again, Anesti, and everyone else have a great night. Bye!
1: This podcast has been brought to you by the Sonar Network. Sonar! Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on Chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumbacasino.